Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. I'm your brother, your messenger. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. Once again, it's on. On this, on this podcast today, we're going to discuss accountability. We must take accountability for our mishap, our behavior, the way we go about life. Um, first, I'm going to focus on the police department, white people in general, and the government and the legislation. They have to, we have to take accountability for our action, for our people, for our community, for our nation. We must take accountability for those things. That being said, have you watched the news? Have you seen the protesters? I'm going to address the police officers first and foremost. They're not really police officers. Um, you can, they are pigs. Um, they have been charged with second degree murder. Uh, like I said, they were um, they were part of this man murder. They killed this man, co-heartedly they killed this man live on live on TV. We also the video over and over again. We've seen the videos um, in Minneapolis how those how those pigs um, killed this man George Floyd. That being said, um, this uh, George Floyd murder was the the straw that brought the camels back. I repeat. Joy Floyd murder was the straw that broke the camel's back. As we watched this thing for a long time, police killing us unjustly throughout this nation. Whether you live in the Northeast, Southeast, the Midwest, Southwest, West Coast, it doesn't matter. We've seen it all across this nation. Now, where does the problem stem from? Like I said before, I had two resolutions. You either dismantle the justice system or reform it. But that's not good enough. All the charges that have been given to those cops, that's not good enough. That's just a drop in the bucket. Like I said before, you cannot blame all that on Trump. I know we're in the election year. You, a lot of guys are, are not going to vote or you're going to vote. Whatever you're going to do, that's up to you. I cannot speak for yourself. I only speak for myself. This is my perspective. You can agree or disagree to what I said. But that being said, uh, where does it stem from? It starts from the Constitution. Negro Americans are three-fifths of a human. So the Constitution must be rectified. I repeat, the Constitution, the United States Constitution must be rectified. That's first step. Then the justice system, justice, justice and, and by and large, must be blind. It, have, it can be biased. It's supposed to be unbiased. That's what they call the word justice. The word, the prefix is just. That means equally. Whenever you commit a crime, you should get the same, the same punishment as a, a white person get. The same exact punishment. Like the, the lawyer said that we represent the family. And you have heard that before. There's two justice systems in America. One for blacks, one for the so-called whites and the so-called blacks. So you can have two justice systems in one nation. It's very divisive. Like I said before, America likes to critique other nations about their, their human rights, whether it's China, Africa, Asia, uh, other countries like Korea, particularly North Korea, the South America, Central America, the Caribbean islands. Throughout the world, even European countries, they like to critique Russia about human rights, um, they like to critique all those nations I just mentioned about human rights. 
There's a saying that practice what you preach, America. You like to preach, preach democracy all the time. It's redundant. We heard it over and over. Or oh, we are the democracy. But where's democracy where we need it? It's nowhere to be found. Where is it? I can see it. So that being said, that's the hypocrisy when it comes to America domestic policies and international policy. That's the, democ- uh, the, the hypocrisy with the U.S. government. Not the American people, with the U.S. government. Now, let me address the president. Like I said, Trump tried to initiate a, a war, a race war around this country. And as we know, black people is not ready for a race war because we don't have no guns. But we do have God in our side. We do have that. But like I said, there's a phrase in the Bible said, many are called, few are chosen. You cannot convince every black person. Not every black person is going to be on board. Some of them are going to have to be put to death. And I'm, I'm sorry to say it. Some of those black people are going to have to be put to death. They're so lost. They lost, spiritually lost, mentally, they're all lost. So we cannot save those, those, those Negroes. They have to be put to death. So that being said, I know it's harsh. It's really harsh what I just said. But that's, that's reality. That's reality. That's, how we, that's reality. We cannot go march for ne- in the next 50 years. We can't be marching again. We have done that before. We got hematos, bunions, calluses on our feet, in our knees. We can't be begging for justice. We have to demand it. We have to take it now. There's no begging and asking for justice. We have to take it. Negro Americans specifically. I'm not talking about African that just came here. Even us Caribbean people. Negro Americans specifically have built this country from the ground up. Every nation that comes to this country, every ethnicity need to pay homage to Negro American. It's like somebody building a house. They come to your house to stay for a couple of weeks, a couple of years, and they talk bad about you. Meanwhile, you built, the, you built the house that they're staying in. So that being said, that's the hypocrisy with all those ethnicity, whether it's the Chinese, the Korean, the Jews, the Filipinos, the Chinese, and all the, and the so-called Hispanic that come here last year. They all like to critique black, black America. But black America make it possible for you to be here. If it wasn't for their blood, sweat, and tears and their life, you would not be here. I repeat, if it wasn't for the blood, sweat, and their tears, you will not be here in this country, in their life. A lot of people have died to build this country. A lot of people have fought and died for this, those laws that we enjoy every day. Being a black man, a so-called black man, a so-called black woman in this country is dangerous. It's very dangerous for us. We are being profiled 24 hours, 7 days a week. White people, they don't like being profiled. You try to profile a white person, see how they get so pissed off. They don't like being profiled. Even though when they're wrong, they still don't like being profiled. But they like to profile us every single day. Like I said, you cannot put that blame on Trump. This is a racism. is systematic. It's economics. So you got to start with the state and the legislation. Okay? Those people that make the law, the legislation branch, we have to start with the lawmakers. And the, the governor, you have to address the governor, the mayor, the police chief, the prosecutor, the judge. And then here's the thing I'm, I'm going to say on this podcast for you to think about. Stop burning your neighborhood. This is for the blacks. We know there are agents out there, there are provocateurs out there that going around burning buildings, burning cars, and put that blame on black folks. You've seen the videos. You've seen the videos with the cops in Minneapolis 
with the cops in New York City burning the uh, police cruiser, trying to blame it on the protesters. We have seen the videos. But that being said, we need economic inclusion. I can't emphasize this enough. We need economic inclusion. What that mean, John? You need opportunity. Okay, we need reparation. That's what economic inclusion translates to. Reparation, ASAP. We don't need it next week, next tomorrow, next year. We need it now. We need reparation now. Cut the check, Congress. You need to cut the check now. So that being said, this thing has so many layers to it. Yes, those pigs, they were arrested. They took them a while to arrest them, but they've been charged. But I'm not too happy about it. I'm not excited yet. They have not been convicted. So if they get a criddle, America will burn. I'm not optimistic about the future. I'm very pessimistic. If those pigs don't get full extent of the law, if they don't, if they don't get convicted, I, you'll come back to this podcast. John said this. If those pigs don't get convicted, America will burn once again. I'm not optimistic about the future. I'm very pessimistic. I'm not optimistic about the future. So we have seen this before. We've seen this movie before. We've seen it with Rodney King. We see with Trevor Martin, we see with Mike Brown. We've seen this movie before. We've seen it with Eric Garner in New York City where those pigs were a credo. Okay? One thing we have to do now, we need to start suing the insurance company that insured um, the police department. I repeat, we need to start suing those insurance company that insured the police department. We have to hit them in their pockets. We have to have a, a class lawsuit against those companies that insure the police department because it is our taxpayer money that pay their salaries. Meanwhile, they don't show us no respect, no regard. They treat us more less than dogs. If you go out there and kill a dog, I guarantee you, you will get some jail time for animal cruelty, okay? Animal cruelty. You will get some jail time. But how come those people go out there and commit crime every day and kill us with no regard. They're pulling their guns out on you for traffic violation. They don't do that to white folks. They don't do that to white folks when they pull them over. They're very kind. They're very respectful. But when they're dealing with us, they have no respect. They don't talk to you with no regard. I'm not saying all cops are like that, but we're going by the law of average, and the law of average have pulled me right once again. Now, let me address those, those so-called good cops. If you're a good cop throughout this country, let's have a press conference. Whether you're in New York City, Baltimore, L.A., Chicago, uh, Miami, wherever you are, let's have a press conference and say, we are the good cops. We're going to stand against those, those pigs that's killing people unjustly. A lot of them are KKK members or skinheads that's in this department. We understand that being a cop is very stressful. It's a very stressful job. I, I know that. It's a very stressful job. That's why I would recommend that those mayor of those cities and the government of those states need to have those police officers going to um, psychological uh, evaluation, psychiatric evaluation. You know, they have to go into mental evaluation before they become cops because being a cop, a policeman, is a very stressful job, okay? It's very stressful. 
As you know that the National Guard is out there, the armies out there is getting harder and harder and harder. George Floyd was the was the straw that broke the camel's back. This has been going on for far too long, for over 500 years now. Over 500 years this has been going on. We must take accountability for our people, for our community. Burning your community is not the answer. Burning your community is not the answer. Besides, we don't have a community. Community is what you own and control. We have neighborhoods. I repeat, community is what you own and control. Black people in America just have neighborhoods. So that being said, don't burn down your neighborhood on some stupidity. I understand the frustration. I understand it. People are frustrated. They are very, very, very frustrated with this injustice. Because America, they like to critique other nations about human rights. Meanwhile, they violate our human rights every single day, seven days a week. They are violating our rights in the streets in America. So what you're seeing right now is a byproduct of the injustice. It's a byproduct of the injustice that have been done to our people over 500 years now. Oh, and we're not African. They didn't bought us in from Africa. That's the hijack. They didn't bought us from Africa. We was already here for thousands of years. Aborigines, we are Aborigines, copper-colored American. Go get your 1828 dictionary. You need to read the 1828 dictionary. We are Aborigines. That's Latin for original. We, we're not native. We're not African. That's the hijack. We're not African. You go around call yourself African, and black, black is an adjective. You're not a thing. You're a person. When you go to the UN Council, there's no such thing as a black nation. There's no such thing as a black nation. Stop calling yourself black. That's why you haven't got any reparation yet. You call yourself black, minority, minority in law. That's a juvenile. Are you a juvenile? You're a grown person. Why you call yourself minority? Black is a status and a color. Okay, it's an adjective. You're not black. White is an adjective and a status and a color. So stop calling yourself those bywords. And the Bible called it bywords in Deuteronomy. Those of us who study your Bible. Stop calling yourself the bywords. African American, that's two continent, Negro. That is two continent. Africa is a continent. America is a continent. And you get that from who? Who's the author of this um, term? Your boy, Slick Jesse Jackson. Slick Jesse Jackson. He created that terminology, African-American. You're not African. Like I said before, we have different phenotype. Phenotype, that is scientific. That's not my word. I didn't make that up. Go look it up for yourself. That is scientific. Us in the African, we have different phenotypes. How come they don't have no carnival in Africa? How come Africans don't eat rice and beans like us? There's a lot of things that we do, they don't do it in Africa. Our music is not the same. They don't listen to jazz in Africa. They don't listen to R&B in Africa. Okay? All those general music come from the Americas. So that being said, we must take accountability for our action. Let me address the white person, the white people around America. Yes, you have white privilege, okay? Because you your white privilege is outdated. It's almost done with. 
Your white privilege is on its last toes. I repeat, your white privilege, white America, is on its last toes. And I'm not saying all white people feel that way. I'm not saying that on this podcast. There's a lot of good white people out there. It's like me comparing a white person to a group of snakes. If I give you a bag of, a bag of snakes, you ain't going to take it. Because there might be a, 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 a poison snake. I don't care if there's a thousand good snake and there's a hundred bad snake in that bag. You're not going to take it. So I'm not saying all white people are racist or prejudiced. Prejudice is, you know, it comes with your life experience, how you were raised by your parents. That's what prejudice is. But the system is, is, you know, is racist. The justice system is racist, is biased. I'm very adamant about this. It must be dismantled. You might say, oh, John, that's too much. How are we going to dismantle? Get rid of it. It's just like a tree. If the tree is rotten, are you still going to eat the fruit? No. You're not going to continue to eat the fruit of that tree. You're going to tear it down. You're going to unroot the tree and plant a brand new tree. So if the justice system is corrupted, your politician, they've been bought out by special interests, particularly the lobbyists, they bought, they bought them out. Your pastors too, they are being bought out by special interests. I don't care what state you live in. I don't care what city you live in. I can prove you that a lot of your pastors are being bought out by special interests. That's why they cannot speak against this injustice. A lot of them, they stay home. They cannot go out there. Okay, they will be exposed if they go out there. We've seen the the prostate, uh, this uh, say We've seen the the injustice throughout this country. We have seen it on TV. We've seen it live on with our own eyes. We have seen it. Okay, with this COVID nineteen pandemic, come back with this injustice. That's why everybody hit the streets. People are fed up. People are tired. Particularly black people, so-called blacks, we are tired of the profiling. We are tired of the unjust killing. And I'm not referring to those of us who go out there and commit crime. If you go out there and commit crime, guess what? Whatever you get, you get. But I'm talking about innocent, law-abiding citizen being shot down by cop for no reason. For no, this guy, this man was killed for a counterfeit bill. Counterfeit. How many white people have gone out there and used counterfeit money to buy stuff? Do we kill them? No, we don't. We don't kill them. We just arrest them. But they killed this man unjustly. You know, that, that was premeditated murder. That guy should have got the death penalty. If I was a judge, I would have given him the death penalty or life in jail. He, I would have charged him with first degree murder. He intentionally killed George Floyd. Derek Chauvin intentionally killed George Floyd. White America must take accountability for their stupidity, for their ignorance. They must take accountability for that. They like to say, what about black and black crime? You need to go to hell with that crap. Okay? What about white and white crime? Stop it with this ignorance. Stop it right now, white folks. Look yourself in the mirror. Look yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself, have I been nice to a black person in my neighborhood? Don't quick to call the cops on us when you see somebody jogging, walking. Don't quick to call the cops unless you know for sure that they have broken the law. Don't just grab your phone and call the cops on them. You know that you put their life in danger. You don't like being put your life in danger. Why are you quick to call the cops on people? 
And that goes for the other ethnicity, like Chinese, Korean. They like to call the cops on black people too. So that's why I don't uh, patronize their store. And we need to boycott all those, those stores, those salon, nail salon, hair shop, all of them. We need to boycott them. And I'm going to address the black women too. Stop buying your weed from the Korean, the Chinese. Stop going to those Vietnamese nail salon, the Chinese nail salon, and the Korean nail salon. It's stop going there. They don't respect you. Stop going to those stores. Anybody that disrespect any of us, we're not buying from you. We're not going to your store. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. We are not going to your store anymore. The buck stop here. We need to say enough is enough. Yes, those pigs, they have been charged with second degree murder, but they have not been convicted. I'm not excited yet. I'm not excited. Until this justice system is, is fixed, that's when I'll be excited. They haven't fixed the justice system. Like I stated earlier, you cannot put down on Trump. That preceded Trump. After, if he get reelected, or if he get out, uh, if he don't get reelected in November, those those problems still gonna continue. Okay, charging the cops—that's one step, but fixing systematic racism is gonna take a while. But it must be done right away. It start with the legislation in Capitol Hills. It start with the mayor, the governor, the police chief. The prosecutor and those judge and those states and those cities, they have to give us equal justice. You can't have one justice for one for white folks, another for black people. We have to charge equally. We are a human being. God created the human race. God created the human race. Every human being deserves dignity and respect. All human beings. All human life is, is, is valuable, but our life is not valuable in America and elsewhere around the world. But I'm just going to focus on America. You know, America needs to practice what she preach. You practice democracy. You practice all those things, but you don't, you practice, you, you preach them all the time. You preach democracy over and over. It's redundant. You preach it all the time, but you do not practice. We're so divisive. This nation is so divisive. Religiously, socially, politically, economically, we are so divisive as a nation. You see what happened to Rome. Rome was divisive. They, they collapsed. America, too, is about to collapse. It's about to collapse. That's what I'm saying. I'm not optimistic about the future. I am not. You might be. I am not optimistic about the future. Because if those pigs get acquittal, America is not going to burn. It will, will burn. It will burn. America will burn. Watch and see. America will burn. And we as black people must take accountability for our, our doing. We need to stop this killing among ourselves. We must take accountability for our action also. Killing us is unjustly. That's not fair to us. Stop killing our brothers and sisters in our neighborhood. We know that the justice system, everything systematic racism is real. I was watching a video where this African lady said, oh, stop complaining about the white person. We're not talking about individual here. We're talking about systematic. It's a system. When you have a system in place that's racist and biased, 
It needs to be dismantled or reformed. Or else there's going to be a lot of bloodshed, uh, bloodshed in those streets in America. So she was going on and on. Uh, she was just going on and on to about black people complain, complain. You Africans, stop. Mind your freaking business. You come to this country because of black people. You know, you left Zimbabwe, you left Ghana, you left Nigeria, you left South Africa to come here for what? A better life. Your leaders in Africa have failed you miserably. Your leaders, particularly your politician and your pastors. Okay, they have failed you. That's why you come to America for a better life. So don't come here and try to look down the Negro American, try to, you know, try to critique the Negro American. They made it possible for you to come to this country. That's the hypocrisy with Africans who come here. Okay, that's the hypocrisy. Don't tell the people are lazy. We have every right to be lazy. Negro Americans have every right to be lazy, but they are not lazy. Most of them work two, three jobs. They are not lazy. If you work for 300 years, <laughs> you have the right to be lazy, okay? You have every right to be lazy if you choose to, but they're not lazy. Stop preaching that nonsense to those people. Stop critiquing Negro American about being lazy. You, if you go back to Africa then, if Africa is so good, you need to stay over there in Africa. Don't come over here and critique Negro American. They make it possible. You need to pay homage to them. They make it possible for you to be here, for your parents to be here, for your grandchildren to be here, for your grandmother, your grandfather to be here. They make it possible. Okay, they're not complaining. We're talking about systematic racism, systematic biases. The system is corrupted, is racist, is biased. Okay, you don't. You have to study the history of this country to get a better understanding what ta- that what have been taking place in the past and what is taking place now. What you're seeing right now is the byproduct of the injustice of the unheard. The rioting that you see throughout this nation, that's the byproduct. They have a thing called pressure bus pipe. When there's a lot of pressure on the pipe, it's busting. The pipe is already bust. It's, it's all over the place. Okay, let me address the poor whites. You poor whites who vote for Trump, I feel sorry for you. I really feel sorry for you. Because you live in those trailer park and pro- when Donald Trump don't give two fucks about your, your well-being. He don't care about your poor whites. He don't give a damn about you guys. He just use you as step tool to get reelected. Don't be used as a tool. Be smart, okay? Poor whites in America, be smart. Trump is using you. He's using you. He don't give two fucks about you. He don't care about you. So that being said, this rioting must stop. Stop burning. And this is for the black folks. Stop burning your neighborhood. Okay? I'm not saying all black people are like that. You have those, those idiots out there, those oxymorons out there who are going out there burning out the neighborhood. It's, not, it's counterproductive. It's, not, it's counterproductive. So you need to stop burning your freaking neighborhood. Okay? If you're going to burn something, burn the police department, burn the courthouse, and burn the White House and Capitol Hills. Go burn those things up. Don't burn your neighborhood. If you're going to burn something, burn the police station, Burn the courthouse, go to Washington, D.C., burn the Capitol Hills, burn the White House down. Don't burn your neighborhood. Do not burn your neighborhood. That's counterproductive. Do not burn your neighborhood. If you want to burn something, burn the police department, burn the courthouse, and go burn the White House, 
all Capitol Hills. You go, go, go burn that stuff down. They put you in that predicament that you're in. Those people, the aristocrat class, they put you in this predicament, including poor whites. They put you in this predicament that you're in right now because the aristocrats refer to us as chattel. That's a synonym for cattle. Chattel means human animals. That's how they view us as human animals. They don't care what color you are. Okay? We are goyim. That's Hebrew for human, for cattle. Okay? So that being said, we must take accountability for our action. We must take accountability for our action. Black, white, Asian, everybody, including those pigs. We must take accountability. The good cops, I want to see a press conference. You need to have a press conference around this country. Say, we are the good cops. We're going to speak against those pigs that's killing people unjustly in your department. You know who they are. You work with them. You're just as compliant as them. If I go out there, I see a person getting robbed, getting raped, and I witnesses the, the raping being taking place, I'm just as guilty as the rapist. So if you see that going on in your department, you must. It is imperative that you speak about it. You speak against it. It is imperative. You must speak against the injustice, those pigs. Some of them are KKK members. Some of them are Nazi heads, skinheads. That's in those department. You know who they are. You work with them every day. You know who they are. We must take accountability for our action. The police officers out there, the chief of police, you need to fire those pigs from those apartment. You must fire them ASAP. And we're going to do a class lawsuit against the insurance company that insures the police department. We're going to sue the, the, the insurance companies that insure the police department. We're going to hit them in, in the pockets. We must hit them in the pockets for them to respect us. One love. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. You guys have a blessed week day and a great weekend. Take care. Bye.